Welcome to Hope's Hearth, a GMless actual play podcast where friends explore identity, community, and the ways people find strength and love in dire situations. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are trypophobia, insect horror, parent death, rape, body shaming, homophobia, transphobia, big diseases, involuntary transformation, ableism, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, unwanted pregnancy, acephobia, and non-consensual situations. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will fade to black on, are spiders, graphic depictions of bodily harm, abuse of any kind, dementia or similar mental illnesses, insoluble problems, trauma, steamy situations, eating disorders, depression, and self-harm. Today we're playing Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands, a role-playing game by D. Vincent Baker. Everybody knows this game. (laughs) 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 Um, We're obviously adjusting some of the settings and stuff in Firebrands to fit our needs because of the way we've got things set up, but... The basics, the, 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 the beginning description of this is the year is SC0245. Uh, Humanity is spread through the Milky Way, using transit gate technology to colonize the galaxy. Mobile frames are the hardworking, hard-fighting combat and labor mecha that they've brought with them. You are romantic ace mobile frame pilots caught up in an undeclared war for the future of the Bontrol system. Adjusting this, obviously, we don't know what fucking year it is. There's more than just humans, and we are not in the Milky Way anymore. <laughs> We're in hyperspace capitalism. We're, we are in hyperspace capitalism somewhere, and um, we have the mandate, uh, depending on when this comes out. We've got, like, the bad guys, there's space magic, um, there's all sorts of bullshit. <laughs> all sorts of bullshit. There's- there's gods, but now we're introducing mechas, because I don't think we've actually done that yet. No, and like, honestly, we cannot have enough things in this setting, because... No. Exactly. Need more. Because space big! Space space big. very big. Yes. So, my name is Izzy, I use CCR pronouns, you can find me on Twitter at the TheShawnDeer, um, you can find everything I do in my pinned post on Twitter... Um, uh, join our Discord and, uh, listen to Abbey Archives when it comes out, if it's not out by the time this comes out. With me today, I have Dirk. Hi, I'm Dirk. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me at Hope's Hearth Pod and sometimes at PF underscore Diva, both on Twitter. Also, we have Will. Hi! I'm Will. I use the AM pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at same NB hat, same E-N-B-Y hat. And I actually used that recently. Nice. <laughs> you should all bother Will to finish Candide and actually post it for people to obtain. I, yes. It's a good game. It's a good game and Will needs to finish it. Please, God. Will, our crops are dying. Our crops, Will, our crops! (laughs) (laughs) And right now, we are playing Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands. Yes. Do we want to call this the Bontrol system, or do we want to call it something else? Something else, because the Bontrol system belongs to Mobile Frame Zero. And we are taking Mobile Frame Zero and just 
bending it. It's that TikTok audio, bendy, bendy, bendy. Listen, we are doing what we always do, which is breaking <laughs> the game to make it fit our life. I don't think we're breaking this game. Well, not breaking, not breaking it, but like we are making the game do what we want it to. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, do we want to set this in parts of space that we've already introduced? Um, because I know we've got the parts of space where the mandate exists. There's the parts of space where the mandate don't have as strong of a foothold. There's the parts of space where the mandate is not, which obviously this is not where that is, because mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe this is a place where there's less of a foothold. Probably yeah. less of a foothold. That makes more sense. So. Yeah. So similar to like the weird places that we've ended up in the galactic game. Mm -hmm. There might not be a name for this system in particular, um, but we're probably like somewhere where these three factions meet fairly regularly. Like not meet, but like they have to coexist mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Um, uh, I have a pitch, actually. Yes. So it's your uh, pitch. Yeah. I'm technically playing with the landowner faction, and uh, I have a name for that family. Uh, and presumably, like the landowner faction, these are like really rich people. What if the oh, yeah. what if the uh, area is just named after the family, like assholes do? Absolutely, <laughs> fucking colonizing pieces of shit. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Okay, so that family is the Oliad family, and I'm sure we should write that down somewhere. I have no idea where. Put it in the dock! Where in the dock? Which dock? Under our- the, the Firebrand's dock that we're using right now, underneath our names. Okay, jeez the God! So- I'm, I'm very aggressive right now, and I apologize. That's okay, we still love you. So, I'm gonna propose that the- previous name of the system was Ileum. Okay. Ooh. Is that the name of some of the the families that are that were living here before the landowners showed up? No, it's um it's, it's just what they what call the, the planet. Okay. Well we need to write that down. Okie dokie. And if you are thinking, Ileum sounds vaguely familiar, it's because I'm slightly mispronouncing an alternate name for Troy. <laughs> I thought it sounded familiar. <laughs> well, that's why. Nice. <laughs> Thank right, you for so continuing this aesthetic, Will. I appreciate you. With some slight modifications, the intro for this game is... Um, Okay, can I stop opening Discord on accident? Jesus Christ. The red of the notification is makes my brain go, this is the Adobe Reader. No, it is not. <laughs> anyway, Oliad was never, until recently, a wealthy colony. The planet had resources enough just to maintain its own small society, but none worth exporting. There was never any need for the corporate sponsors of its initial colonization to interfere with its administration. In the halls of the Mandate Commerce, land shares on Oliad traded for nothing, no cost, no gain. You might throw all of my land shares on Oliad into your golf wager as a joke, or give them as a prank to your friend. Rich people fucking suck. 
That's editorialized. (laughs) Recently, though, there was a minor development in an obscure biochemical processing technology, and the novel features of Olead's ecosystem went from being a scientific curiosity to being an untapped and unknowably deep wellspring of wealth. Land shares on Olead are no longer an ignored asterisk on anyone's balance sheet. The handover of administration and power from the descendants of Olead's original Terran colonists to the newly interested legal uh, rights holders, the self-proclaimed landowners, has been cheerful, orderly, and mutually profitable. There have been a few isolated spats, of course, but there's been practically no protracted, bitter, bloody war of resistance between the displaced old Olead Olead aristocracy and off-world landowners. When a landowner uses the threat of violence to force a hereditary great family to give up their land, keeping them on as guides and entertainers, it's cheerful. When they offer them in exchange a negligible sum, it's mutually profitable. When a fiery company of Olead irregulars responds by raiding their holdings and seizing arms and material against future battles, and local insurrectionists take advantage of the upset by forcibly occupying a biochem processing facility... And the landowners respond with ruthless crackdowns of martial laws. These are a few isolated spats. I used a tone for reading this, and I think it's funny. (laughs) To admit otherwise would be to invite the intervention of the Terran Transit Authority's mediation and peacekeeping forces. Then no one would get rich from Oleat but the TTA. (laughs) So I think the TTA is the mandate. Probably. I mean... The, the the Solar Union is probably also the mandate, but it's like a subsection of it. Yeah. So, alright. The object of this game is to create messy entanglements. Okay, so we're going to introduce our characters. Uh, Alright, I'm going to go first, I guess. Or unless, if Dirk, you want to go first since you're the first name in the document. Uh, yeah, sure, I can go first. Awesome, just go through all of this. Okay. Uh, I am playing, uh, Iphis. His pronouns are he, him. Uh, he's with the landowner faction representing the Olia family or a branch of them. His attractive qualities are striking, confident, and thoughtful. Uh, his company name is Plentiful. His call sign is Tatsu. And his mech name is Iampe. And Dirk wants to kill me with that. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) So my faction is the Revolutionaries. I am playing um, Robot Designation 57491, or Stag1, a.k.a. Stag, uses he-him pronouns. His attractive qualities are kind, generous, and idealistic. His profession is he is an ace pilot, and his call sign is Buckshot. And his mecha is Griff, uh, Griffin001, which is a repurposed farming mecha. It is very patched up. It is very beat up. Steg is a deer robot. And if you know me, you know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know me, you're about to find out. He's great. He's great. We love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing Chion Dawning who uses they-them pronouns. Their attractive qualities are fiery, severe, and strong. Their mecha's name is Spear 83, because it's the 83rd mecha to be modified for the use of the Dawning family. 
and their call sign is Razor. What do they do? Do they have, like, a profession? What do they do besides being part of the family? I think they used to be a um, farm overseer, and the farming was done mostly via Mecca. So they went around and made sure people were putting the right crops in the right places and tested the soil and supervised stuff. Awesome. Three drastically different characters. Great. Mm -hmm. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Okay. To start this game, we start off by playing Solitaire Rounds. Uh... We're going to obviously read, uh, do these out loud because doing them silently does not make for good radio. Uh, so Dirk, you're first. God damn it, I haven't decided on anything yet. Uh, hmm. Do you want to skip you and I go first? Yes, please. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's see. Ba 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 da 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 I also haven't chosen something, but it's easy for me to pick something, like, offhand. No, I'm not vamping for time. Uh, you be quiet. You're vamping. I'm not vamping. Um, let's see. I think... Uh, I think, so, you've been meeting with your spies in the local um, Oliad households, <coughs> and I think what it is, uh, and today you didn't keep your meeting because someone was following you. Which is great. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. Will? You've been prowling the transit highways for unguarded off-worlder shipments, and by chance you discovered that you yourself were being watched. Um, I don't oh. think Chion knows who was watching them, but they're on alert now. Yeah, I don't think Stag knew who was following him either. All right, now that Will and I have made things terrible for ourselves, Dirk! <laughs> oh, heck. Now I kind of want to follow the theme. <laughs> uh, nah, I'm going to go. You've been off duty drinking and relaxing with your fellow soldiers, and you found that you couldn't fully relax and enjoy yourself the way they did. Because what is off time? Iphis is not familiar with this animal. But. <laughs> so. Fucking amazing. Iphis, you're so bad at, at existing. I know, right? I love him. Alright, uh, if everybody could put your solitaires underneath your name on the stuff. Uh, Game oh. sheet just so that we can keep track of what they were in case they come up later. Good idea. Yeah. I always have good ideas. Are we sure about this? 
Yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. <laughs> All right. So there are nine games that we can choose from while uh, Darker will do this. Um, we have obviously Solitaire, an animated disagreement, a chase, a conversation over food, a dance, a free for all, meeting sword to sword, stealing time together, and a tactical skirmish. When we play on each round, well, the person whose turn it is picks another person to play the game with, unless you want to do another solitaire, but honestly, after doing the first solitaire, like, what is the- don't- no. <laughs> That's not as fun. I will not um, be mad if anybody does choose to do another solitaire. That's on you. <laughs> I know. Um, so, do we want to go in... Uh, call order, document order, or what? Let's continue in document order. Okay, so Dirk. Okay, so, um, as for what game I'm going to pick... Hmm. Oh, I don't know these games well enough. Heck. Uh, I kind of want to do Meeting Sword to Sword with Chiron. Is that too horny for this early in the game? Chiron. Chiron, uh, sir. But let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, a little context. Are we trying to kill each other, or is this sparring? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I don't think Iphis is trying to kill Kion. Whatever is going on, I don't think Iphis is trying to kill Kion. Uh, not out of any sort of sentimentality, but just because Iphis. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay, read uh, through the setup and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, only you and your chosen partner play. Decide how the two of you came to be standing alone, sword to sword. What do you notice about each other? What have you heard? During the duel, anyone can ask for details about the location and circumstances. I just realized that we probably should have established how our characters know each other. Yeah, that might have been a good idea. <laughs> we should probably do that before we actually do this scene. Yeah, that that's a good idea, actually. Uh, okay. So, let's see. Um, Dirk, how do you know Stack? Mm. Like, basically think of these as, like, uh, like strings on each other, or, um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's a really good question. Um... Hmm. I think... If you don't have an idea, I have an idea of how they know each other. Oh, if you got an idea, let's hear it. Stag is a, a pain in Iphis's ass. How so? Because Stag likes to cause problems on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but what kind <laughs> of problems? Meaning, like, so, um, Iphis is uh, hired to, like protect, like, landowner property, right? So, like, the warehouses and stuff. Yes. 
Uh, Stag's a revolutionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is constantly, like, just taking pot shots at the warehouses and stuff to try and get in them and see, like, how well defended they are. Mm-hmm. And it's just very annoying. And I don't know if Ifus knows who Stag is specifically, because Stag, when doing revolutionary work, is very rarely seen outside of his mech. Mm-hmm. So Ifus probably only knows the call sign Buckshot. Uh-huh. So it's less <laughs> that buck, uh, that Stag is a pain in uh, Ifus's ass, and more that Buckshot is a pain in Ifus's ass. Oh, yeah. Um... Then all that Ifus knows about Stag himself, like, seeing the big robot is like, oh, that's the robot that, like, helps run the daycare. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I know that, uh, in battle, Ifus is brutal, um, efficient, and surprisingly merciful. Uh, Ifus is not a person who's going to kill you at the end of the battle. Ifus is going to arrest you uh, 99% of the time unless he's physically incapable of arresting you and, like, has to I can't you. believe you're playing a cop. <laughs> <laughs> A-cab. Yep, A-cab. <laughs> so, um, so I think that's what, um, Stag and Kion know about Ifus. Uh, well, Iphis in Ianthe, anyway. He's brutal and efficient. Um, and as far as outside of this mech, um, he's, uh, well, he's very tall and big and frumpy. Uh, he tends to wear, like, old lady blouses and grandma skirts. And, um, he's very punctual. <laughs> like, if you've seen him, he's he's pretty punctual. He's got patterns, so <laughs> which is a terrible thing for someone in his position. But like, uh, the man's so got to be like that. Yeah. So, okay. How does Ifis know um, Chion? Uh, that's- uh, or alternatively, how does Chion know Ifis? These can go either way. Yeah. I think I think Chion was asked to make Iphis and Iphis's um group comfortable on Odile. That's not the name. Odile. Oliad? Oliad. Oliad. Man. I had all the right letters. You did. You did. <laughs> uh yeah, in that case, I think, um, Iphis is, um, not nice necessarily, but, like, polite and follows the rules. And if the rules say, like, Iphis and his team can't do that, his team doesn't do that. Um, he's like, he's- or at least not around Iphis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at least not around <laughs> Iphis, and if Iphis can, like, find ways to stop them from doing it, uh, when they're- when he's not around, yeah. But, um, he's very- but, like, also, similarly, like, whatever rules are in place, if they apply to the Dawning family, like, he's like, here's where the letter of the, uh, directions are, but what about- here's where the letter of the directions are- well, maybe. Here is where the letter of the directions are. 
So, and you can't see the hand gesture I did. It was a really good hand gesture. <laughs> I um, believe you. Iphus <laughs> is a goddamn cop. Iphus <laughs> uh, is a goddamn cop. <laughs> so, well, I have an idea on how Stag and Cheyenne know each other. Uh-huh. What if, because Stag helps out at a local, like, daycare, that's how Cheyenne knows Stag? Like, either Stag was, like, helped, like, Chion went to said daycare, and Stag was working at the daycare at that time, too. Stag is old. Um, not as old as he is in his main canon, but in this, he's probably, like, 50s to 60s, maybe. So he's an old model robot, but he still has, like, the mentality, because he didn't become sapient until 20 years ago. <laughs> like, 20 to 26 years ago, so he's, like, a 20-something-year-old mentally. But, like, okay. maybe that's how Chion knows Stag and, like, kind of is like, oh, yeah, that robot was really fun at the daycare. Mm-hmm. I love this robot. <laughs> Stag was the best of the daycare robots. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm typing notes. Uh, You're good. Stag's daycare but <laughs> bookshot is a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, listen, this is, this is the truth. Buckshot is a pain in the ass. Yep. And, like, really what more needs to be said? Yep. So, okay, now that we've got that, now we can do the meeting sword to sword. Okay. How did you guys, what? Wait, no, that's for y'all to answer, like, I can't answer that. Okay, so in that case, uh, I think this is, like, sparring. This is actual sparring. So, um, I don't, it, I, like, I feel like it's, uh, most, well, it's friendly on, um, Iphis's part. I don't know about Chion, but on Iphis's part, this is a friendly spar. Chion is also a little bit rule-bound, so... Child's not going to hurt Iphis right now. Mm -hmm. What happens when uh, Chion gets in the razor? Um, well, is this, that's one of the questions you have to ask. Is this in y'all's mechs or no? I think this is hand to hand. Okay. Is that good with you, Dirk? Yeah, yeah, that works for me. Um... So, so, I mean, unframed with simple steel. Mm -hmm. uh, what happens when Chion is out hunting landowner property is happens <coughs> then. What happens right now reflects on the honor of the Dawning family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nobles. I know, right? Alright, so, Dirk, if you'll read just, uh, conducting the duel? Alright, uh, to open the duel, ask a leading question. The better with the sword begins. If you don't know which of you that is, throw a coin. Take turns asking leading questions 
back and forth. At any time after the third leading question, either of you can choose to ask one of the closing questions instead. Uh, well, I know that uh, Chion is the better duelist because uh, Anthe doesn't have as good of mobility. We're dueling out of frames. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, uh, uh, one of his legs is fucked up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You said Iantha. Oh, you said, you said Iantha instead of Iphis. Oh, whoops. I, I meant Iphis. Uh, Iphis doesn't have, uh, mobility that is, uh, as good. So. Okay. I overreach slightly, and you have an opportunity to slip in a dirty little cut. Do you take it? No. Uh, I, I do not take it. Um, I do point it out, though. So. Chion nods and backs up a little. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry. Uh, let's see. I launch a sustained attack with my weight behind it. But I've got a lot of weight. Uh, do you give ground readily or grudgingly? Grudgingly. And with a, a, a slightly grumpy face. Oh. Um, we lock swords and your mouth is near my ear. What do you say? Hmm. I want to make this something good. Uh, I think it's, um, I'm not responsible for what you do off the world, but you should be more careful. Hmm. And it's your turn. Oh, it is my turn. Whoops. Uh, well, does uh, Cheyenne have a response to that, or another little, another little nod? Mm. All right. Mm. Mm. You touch me, cutting me along the rib or across the arm. Do you press your attack or give me a moment? I press the attack. Uh, Chion goes in with um, a flurry of blows. Where's the flurry of blows? Uh, I think that's probably the sustained attack one. Thank you. I launch a sustained attack with my weight behind it. Do you give ground readily or grudgingly? Um, readily. Uh, you've got me on the back foot, and um, my bad leg is giving me problems. Um, hmm... Let's see. You get your sword's point well between us, inside my guard. 
If you drive it home, you kill me. Do you drive it home, or do you allow me to step back and recover myself? We've established that this is sparring, so kill is, um, and the spar, right? Yes, sir. I drive it home. Okay. Um, I think you, uh, I think, uh, Chayan, not, uh, like, uh, probably, like, just knocks, um, Iphis off his feet, and, like, he's on the ground, and he's like, alright, I submit. Good spar. Same to And you. offers a hand to help, uh, Iphis up. Uh, he sort of, uh, shakes his head and, uh, like, he rearranges his skirt a little, and he's like, I can't stand up right now. Chayan so. will offer medical assistance if necessary. Uh, medical assistance isn't necessary. Uh, he just, um, overdid it. So, and I, I think that's what he says. He says, I, I just overdid it. I probably should have backed off a little sooner, and I didn't, because I enjoy sparring with you. Likewise. China is going to sit down next to him uh, and sort of hang out for a bit. Sweet. Yeah, and um, I think. Uh, well, does Chayam say anything? Because I definitely meant the off-world comment to be a reference to, uh, his uh, well, their um, solid hair. So, I think uh, Chayam took the reference, but doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, I think that's scene. Good scene. <laughs> Alright, so what I want mine to be is a conversation over food with Chion. Alright, alright. Let me find that game. Uh, 16 and 17. Thank you. Um, so, how did we come to be eating together? Uh... Did Stag invite Chion, or? I don't know, because the setup says for me to ask you how we came to be eating together. So are we somewhere in public? Did you invite Stag somewhere, like, private? I think Chion invited Stag somewhere relatively to, to a diner near the daycare. <laughs> with it's like Stag's quote-unquote lunch break. <laughs> yeah, with the intent to ask a particular question. Okay, and Stag doesn't eat, but Stag is still there because Stag likes being around people. Um, so, with a conversation over food, other players can join freely if it makes sense for their character to also be present at the meal. Uh, so, what do we notice about each other? What have we heard? Uh, so, what do I notice about Chion? What have I heard? You notice that Chion has some fresh scrapes, um, some fresh bruises. You've heard that 
the Dawning family is um, has lost most of their best farmland. That's fun. Yeah. Um, so, what you notice about Stag is that uh, he's less polished than what Chion remembers. There's a lot more like scuffs and scrapes along the metal. Um, his outfit doesn't look as put together, and is definitely like there's some grease, like oil grease stains and stuff, like mechanical grease. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've heard that uh, Stag has been at the daycare less and less from like younger siblings or cousins. Okay. During the meal, anyone can ask anyone for details about the setting, occasion, and circumstances. So, when we conduct the conversation, we take turns. The person with the lowest social standing takes the first turn. If this isn't clear, have another player choose who takes the first turn at a whim. Stag is a robot. (laughs) (laughs) I believe Stag has the lower social standing here. And on your turn, choose one or more of your conversational partners and choose an action. I can ask a topical question, engage in actual improvised conversation, pass saying instead something about the food, or lead the conversation. And to end it is when everyone has passed in a row or when everyone has left the conversation but one. Uh, may I ask a question? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so you said you're at a diner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do the abs of the um person behind the counter look like? What are the what? <laughs> I'm making a reference. I'm making a really bad reference. Is it Kari behind the counter? Is this Kari's diner? I don't think we want to do that. <laughs> I, I don't want to put the, this in the same like world as their firebrands game. Valid. But yes. Valid. The person behind the counter has fabulous abs. Is definitely wearing a crop top. (laughs) It says baby slut across the top. (laughs) It does not. This is dignified. This is right next to a daycare. It does not. Fair. Anyway. Uh, so I think what I'm going to do is, like, act- actual improvised <laughs> conversation, so, um, like, probably Chion was there first and Stag shows up and, like, settles into the booth with with them. Um, probably, like, asks the, whoever comes and, like, gets their order for, like, tea. <laughs> this is standard across all versions of Stag. He will have tea. <laughs> Um, and just kind of, like, leans, uh, his chin on his hand while, like, leaning his elbow on the table. It's just like, so, what, what'd you want to talk about? What are we here for today? How you doing today? All of, all of the small talk. This is, like, actually things that he's saying, and he, like, sounds both amused, but also, like, wary. Trying to like be lighthearted about it, but also is very obviously kind of wary about this because most of the like big families don't pay attention to him unless if he's specifically dealing with their children. 
I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Doing fine, doing fine. Not- How's your, uh... You go first, sorry. (laughs) Not still trying to get paint out of your joints from where my little cousin decided finger painting on the ceiling was the way to go? I think I got most of it out. Uh, can't really get the back of my neck, though. I think there might still be some in there. I'm sorry. That sounds <laughs> itchy. Eh. I don't have uh, sensors there, so it's fine. Oh, good. How's your, uh, babyest cousin? The one that can't come to the daycare yet. Growing fast? Smiled today. That's good. That's good. You come in less and less. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Just found other things to occupy my time. And they don't need me as much there. I'm, you know, an older model. They got a newer model in there that can do more than me. Not as nice as me, but, you know, you know how it is. Are you looking for other work? Depends on the kind of work. Are you trying to ask a question? (laughs) I think I'm going for, I'm feeling generous. What favor do you ask me? Um. Hmm. How does, um, like, is that, like, are you looking for other work? Is that how, uh, Chion phrases that? Or does, like, Chion, like, clarify? Do you need any... Are you looking for other work? What kind? Well, do you need anything? I don't... hmm. Don't necessarily need work, per se, but a more secure place to... To to stay and, and hunker down wouldn't be missed. And where I'm staying right now is uh, a little rocky. I'll see what I can do. No uh, debt. <laughs> Chayan gets a a sort of distant look, like they're thinking about something. Um, So I think what Stad goes for next is the I hope to find common ground with you about uh, blank. Is there any? And I think it's Stag, while like the silence happens, kind of like taps on like the side of his jaw with one finger, making like a dull like. Uh, noise because his finger pads are made of silicone and his jaw is made of metal. Um, 
And then, so, how are you handling this, uh, landowner situation? <laughs> they seem like they're, uh, taking up more space than was initially promised. Well, we all have to deal with what the fates bring. I wouldn't necessarily call us fates, but... No. Not the fates of our ancestors, anyway. But you can't put the genie back in the bottle. No. No, but you can find other ways. A new bottle? New bottle. Or a kick in the ass. And then, like, laughs. Like it's a joke. I hope you don't use that language around the children. <laughs> Never. Of course. Never. <laughs> and you know, it, I, I'm sure. I'm sure you don't remember any instance of me using crass language. I do not. I must admit. <laughs> I remember an instance of one of the humans using crass language. They they don't have the ability to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> the thing. Uh, I think Stag's tea gets there and it's like a hot cup of like lavender tea. Um, this is not a comment on the food. I'm just saying like the tea is here now. Smells nice. Yeah. That is a comment on the food. <laughs> um... So, I think Stag, like, sips his tea, and, uh, after, like, some steam escapes from him, uh, I don't know how to specifically put this, but I'm basically going to do the, I accidentally spilled a secret that, um, I, I'm... Not that I'm doing, like, the insurrectionist work, but that I'm, like, might be helping. Uh, I cover it gracefully, but do you pick up on it anyway? Again, I don't know specifically how, like, that happens. I think maybe, stag like, somebody walks in, um, and it's, it's somebody that Chion would know is, like, a member of the Resistance of the Revolutionaries. And, like, Stag waves as if he knows them real well and then remembers who he's with. Um, and sort of, like, stops. <laughs> hoping that Chion didn't see. Chion becomes suspicious. But mostly of the, um, this poor robot is being taken advantage of variety. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Tech just um mimics the sound of, of a human like clearing their throat. Like it's a recorded sound that he can play when like awkward situations happen. <laughs> <laughs> it makes humans feel more comfortable around him when he can do human mannerisms. Aww, um, listen, robots got it rough out here. 
Um, and he he just kind of tries to change this, like, move on to a different subject. So that's your turn again. I hope to convince you that it would be safe to bunk down in um one of the um the dawning's ready rooms can i that um what what is a ready room this is stag asking child like what is a ready room it's a room where someone who is um asleep but available for emergencies we've got one that's unused because of recent landowner changes so i basically like cryo room no 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 no. Uh, uh, normally asleep there's a bed and some uh, a chair and a and a console and um a cabinet so, f- with snacks in room. it a guest not room. not too different from it no <laughs> i mean how I don't know if I'm um, comfortable being around all that, you know? Not 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 meaning anything like against y'all or the landowners, obviously. But I'm not exactly comfortable around that level of uh, opulence. Would that be the good word for it? Opulence is a fine word. Though <laughs> We're not the worst family for it. You should see the chaos. Ugh. Your children are brats. You did not hear that from me, but their children are brats. Well, their adults are brats. I'm not surprised they start early. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll think about it. But that's a little... Too close for comfort, if you get what I mean. Can I offer you a nice garage? That I'm a little bit more comfortable with. (laughs) Since I don't need to sleep. (laughs) Um, uh, I hope to convince you that, uh, I can store my mech in the garage, too? Can I? Like, Stag's, like, sort of, like, uh, taps the table now and looks like he's thinking and then, like, some steam releases. So I also have a, um, a, so some of the odd jobs I take have to do with, with, uh, farm labor amongst the, uh, families that still have some of their farmland, you know? Mm -hmm. I can do things a lot longer than some other people can. And I got I got a farming mech. Uh, would it fit in that garage? Could I could I bring that too? We'll make it work. 
might hire you ourselves some. When we I, can. I, 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 I would appreciate that. Sips tea again. <laughs> Uh, can this be when Iphis comes in? Yes. Yes. Of course. <laughs> uh, so I think this is when, uh, Iphis comes in. And, um, like, he looks like he is in, uh, no, uh, he looks very tired. And he goes up to the counter and says something to the effect of, I placed an order for this many of this meal. It's like ten of some specific type of meal. I don't know. He's picking up food for a group. It's ten empanadas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and the food's not ready yet. <laughs> um, so he's like, okay, uh, I can understand. It's lunchtime and busy, so it's not ready yet. Then he turns, and he sees uh, Chion, and he, like, visibly does a double take. Um, Chion wait. does a little wave. It's the stag is, is like, tensed up. And um, he comes over, and uh, he does something with his wrist, and, like, a little force field sort of appears out of nowhere uh, near their table, and he just sort of sits on it. Uh, and he says, <laughs> um, he, uh, he sort of disregards Stag. Um, Rude. I know. Rude. I know. Uh, but he, uh, he's just like, Chion, you haven't heard yet? This is Stag. Stag, this is Iphis. Uh, Howdy. Heard what? Um, what is the name of, uh, Chion's dad? Marcus. Not, not, uh, not mispronounced America. M-E-R-C-U-S. Marcus. Okay. And, like, when Chion does the introductions, like, Iphis briefly looks at Stag, like, sort of blankly, and then, like, gives a little nod of acknowledgement and goes back to looking at Chion. Um, Stag puffs steam, like, visibly offended, but isn't gonna say anything. Well, it wasn't a blank look like, I don't care about you, it's just like, I'm very confused by what's happening here, but okay. <clears throat> and, uh, like, uh, he looks at Chion, and he says, I think you should probably contact your mother about Mercus. Chion's eyes go big, and they look at Stag and say, Excuse me. Of course, of course. You take your time. Thank you. And I think uh, Chayan is going to leave the meal and call their mother. Yeah. And in case it wasn't clear, I was doing the mo the murder of the noble head of one of the local families. 
Yep. Stag watches Chion go, like, very concerned. Am I allowed to know what happened, or is this a secret? Uh, it's not a secret. I just didn't want to be the one to tell him. Uh, his father has died, and there. Somebody. Wait, what was that? There. Their father has died. Right, right, shit. <laughs> uh, uh, their father has died. Uh, been murdered, actually. And, um, it's not my place to, uh, tell them that this has happened. Well, shit. Mm. And, um... I'm gonna I'm gonna do the topical question of I make an ignorant social or diplomatic blunder, <laughs> uh, and uh, the blunder is uh like Ifus just sort of looks at Stag for a moment and says, "Aren't you a daycare robot?" Yeah. Why? You're not in the daycare. It's my break. Oh. 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 <laughs> and uh, Gotta remember that not every robot, like, taps the side of his nose, not every robot is just a computer. Oh. Some of us got feelings. Oh. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, I sips sips his tea. <laughs> I, I haven't run into many uh with feelings and um. To be frank, I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he just sort of nods and he uh continues what he was saying. To be frank, I don't know what to do with feelings in general. So, uh, I should apologize, shouldn't I? Yeah, probably should. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I did not mean to be rude. So. Sips. Sips. Continue sipping tea. <laughs> Does not actually accept the apology. It's just like, mm. <laughs> You know what? He's valid. <laughs> he said microaggressions. Uh... And, um, yeah, so, it's your turn now. Uh. I, I, Stag just makes a comment about, like, the the warmth of the tea because he can't actually taste it <laughs> or smell it. <laughs> and, uh, Ifus nods. Uh, yes, tea tends to be hot. Uh, sometimes if you put ice in it, it's cold, and that's nice too. Oh, I. Uh, I love Ifus so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Ifus is just like. Mm -hmm. And like collects his um like 
force field magic chair bullshit thing and goes back over to the counter. He's just like, yeah, fuck this up. Never mind. And he is leaving the conversation. <laughs> right, that's the end of the scene. <laughs> Stark finishes his tea, goes back to work. I assume Chan, like, runs home. God. Yeah, Chion gets a cab because Chion is crying. Consider following us on Twitter at Hope's Hearth Pod and joining our Discord, both linked in the description. If you want to support us monetarily, you can find us on Coffee at coffee.com forward slash Hope's Hearth Pod. Coffee spelled K O F I. We love you. Stay safe. No death. Go home and stay home. Bye.